Welcome in, you are listening to another episode of keepthechange.co.nz's 30 and 30, up to day number 26, it's the 26th of March today, slowly getting towards the end of the financial year, what a great time it is for accountants, gee we love it, gets exciting, it's tax time baby, we're sure you're fired up as well, not, I'm a little bit fired up though actually because I just recorded a rant very quickly on my Instagram before, uh, for Keep the Change before hitting record on this, and I basically, maybe I'll see if I can play it through here, it might, um, it might come through. Fuck average, seriously, you can't be a fucking average rugby player and expect to play for the All Blacks, you can't be just an average person and expect to have an above average salary, if that's the path you want to go down, but for me, I knew I could chase my potential, it was my responsibility and my responsibility only, so that's exactly what I did, so to reiterate, fuck average, Bin that if that's not who you want to be. Let go of all that shit and get after it and become the best version of yourself you can be. Bang. Wow, there you go, mate. You need to calm down. Okay, Luke, yeah, good stuff. Uh, I was just having a few carbs and a bit of chicken there as well. Probably lose about a 1,000 followers after watching that. But does that really matter? No, no, it doesn't. Uh, but it's, uh, it's, it's very true. And I, you know, this is kind of after someone saying, oh, this, is, this content's not for the average New Zealander, effectively, or, or whatever. But... It's kind of something I've been thinking about. I'm like, yeah, as this journey for these 30 and 30s has gone on, of course it's becoming harder for people to relate to it because they're probably not at these chapters yet. But that's completely fine. You're on your journey and I'm on mine. But, um, you know, don't give up and don't quit and don't quit on your dreams. And it's interesting how people can look at some areas of life and go, well, you know, that's... um. The average Kiwi couldn't save 40% of their income. Yeah, the average Kiwi couldn't fucking play for the All Blacks either. Okay? But some people do. So how are they doing it? And that's what we're trying to figure out. We're trying to study those types of things. And if you want to achieve more than you've ever achieved before, you've got to be willing to do things that you've never done before. And that was the same for me. And I had to understand that. And I was scared as shit. And I've had to make phone calls I didn't want to. I've had to say things I didn't want to. I've had to be quiet when I uh, just want to talk. And I've had to be in awkwardness. And I've just had to grow into a different person that I wasn't when I started but that's the beauty of going on a journey right as you learn it's just like running a, a marathon or getting into the gym and stuff you're you're completely different by the end of it and uh, to just hold on to this kind of average thing then nah you don't you want to don't want to be doing that you know you want to be figuring out what your potential is and going after that but anyway that that's just how I think but um, if you want average okay here you go like don't buy that coffee tomorrow um, walk to work why don't you just walk to work three times a week and and then you'll be able to save a little bit more and just hey maybe increase your kiwi saver by one percent like the thing is that people everyone's going to do the 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 average aren't they so you're just going to be like them but i'd imagine there's a lot of people that are listening to this who don't want to be average they want to go beyond that and this is what some of these lessons are about is what the fuck do we actually need to do to ensure that we can go beyond the average because there's plenty of people out there giving you advice around all the lazy boring shit all the simple stuff isn't there? So what I've tried to do is dig deeper into some of the things that I've learned that can actually help you and get you thinking and challenge your thinking. And and there was a great response to the kind of average chat today on Instagram. Someone was like, you know, when I first started listening to this content, I was like, this isn't for me. And then by the end of it, they were like, how can I make this for me? How can I make this work for myself? And that is mint. You know, that encourages me to want to do more of these. And this is why I'm sitting here at 5.30 on a Wednesday uh, I feel like I'm talking faster now because I'm working to a deadline because I know that this one could be a bit longer. 
and my girlfriend is going to pick me up at 6.05, so in my head I'm like, I need to have these all downloaded and loaded up into the Google folder and uh, done, and I need to walk out of here at 6.05 to keep her happy as well. So uh, a little lesson there too, when you're at work, like work when you're at work, especially if you've got kids and stuff like that, something that I get taught uh, and got taught, it is you know treat the hours that you're at work with the respect that they deserve because you're taking them away from another area of your life that you could be spending them in. And that leads us into a very, very interesting topic today. Uh, I don't even know what to title this one. I don't um, I don't even think I wrote down a title before I started, but uh, this is about my stepdad passing away. And he left us very suddenly. Uh, he had a heart attack and it was a massive fright or well, a massive shock to all of us. And it was just, um, you know, I'm sure if you've lost anyone close to you, you just have that feeling of kind of like, what the fuck? And it can challenge like all the ways you think. And I want to sort of explain a couple of those things um, and see, you know, where my thinking might have gone from from there or maybe even relate to some of the people out there that it may have been into a, a similar situation. But he, he wasn't supposed to die. Um, I'm sure we probably all feel like that. And I, I still feel ripped off for him, and I probably feel like a bit uh, emotional as I say that because um, I do. I just feel really gutted for him that he missed out on so much of uh, what he still had ahead of him. But that is uh, that is the game of life, isn't it? Now, the reason I say that is because my I've been very lucky. I've had two sets of parents, so I've had you know four times the input that well two times the input because I've had. Um, basically two sets of parents, right? So most people, if they, well, I don't know, probably not most people these days, uh, but, you know, if you are, you've just had mother and father along the way, then you're getting input from two people. But I've been very lucky to be able to call on information and opinions and thinking from four different people. And I probably thought uh, in an older version of myself, like, oh, poor me. Uh, but now I've realised that it's probably actually really helped me because it's allowed me to see things from a number of different angles. But anyway, him and my mother were going to kind of, they get into that stage of their life where they're like, we're going to go out there and we're going to be uh, living our life and living in our camper van and just cruising around the country and we'll just make a buck along the way on the road and us kids are a bit like, Mark, you know, what are you going to do with the house? And like, okay, sure, like, you know, just go out there and do it and bloody see how you go, see if you like it, you might as well give it a crack and uh, they were kind of getting to that stage and then, you know, he, he died uh, just as they were thinking about doing that and so... I guess that's kind of the first point is then it, it pulls you back to that classic thinking of like, well, you've got to balance your life and like, what's the point of working so hard and you want to live and, and all of those things. And so it made me really think about that. And I thought, wow, you know, he's uh, worked his whole life to then kind of be able to go out and live and do some of the things that he wanted to do. Not, not that he hadn't done some of those things throughout it, but they were, they were getting really excited for a new chapter of their life and then it got taken away from them. Um, so that was obviously very sad. And it, it makes you just remember to to live your life while you can. So sometimes I will splash out or I'll go to the fancy restaurant or I'll, um, you know, I've just booked a trip to go overseas and I've, I've um, you know, subsidised most of my mate's fee um, for that because he's uh, he's a policeman and, and he's, um, you know, been through a lot of shit recently and I'm like, mate, I want to, um, you know, be able to pay for some of your fee, uh, your your flights and all that sort of stuff. And part of it's like, well, you know, should I really do that, Luke? You could be investing that money, whatever. It's like, fuck up, just get it done, you know? Uh, life is also for uh, for, for living at, at the same time too. So we've got to be able to balance those things. But I think balance is one of those things where we could talk about that for two or three hours and not actually get to a conclusion on what balance actually is. But 
Um, I think about it as like, what does it mean for you? And can you figure out what balance means for you? I really like working and I really like the fact that I'm here at 5.30 on a, a Wednesday recording these. For some people, they would be like, mate, you're just, you're an absolute lid. Like, what are you doing? But maybe in 10 years time, I'll be like, fuck, why did I used to do that? I, I would never do that anymore or who knows? So you've got to kind of, um, you know, always look at how you are balancing your life and whether it's what you're, you're doing what you want to be doing. And I think we've talked about it on a previous pod where, um, who was it? It is Mr. Apple. Um, Steve Jobs says that, you know, he would ask himself, um, you know, every morning, well, not every morning, but regularly, if this was one of his last days on earth, would he want to be doing what he's about to do today? And when the answer was no, too many times in a row, then you know you're on the wrong path and you're probably not getting the right sort of balance. So something for us to keep in mind because we don't know when our time uh, is up, do we? But, um, yeah, I guess obviously it was a it was a massive shock for our family, and then you're kind of straight into um, that mode of um, sorting everything out and and all those different types of things. And I think I spoke about this on a different pod where I went through some things that I'd gone through in my life or worked through. But uh, I was talking to another lad earlier this no last year and about losing his dad, and he was just asking me a couple of questions and stuff. And I said, mate, really out of interest because I haven't asked too many guys this, but. When you lost your dad, did you feel like you had a new, because he had a sister and a mother, and that was that's the same as me, and I've got a brother as well, and I said, did you sort of feel like a new sense of responsibility? And he was nodding his head, and he was like, yep. And uh, I kind of felt it too, because my stepdad had always really looked after and really, really cared and loved uh, my mum and my sister, and he had provided for us for so long, um, as had my, my dad as well. Uh, and my stepmom, like everybody has for us, but you know, he he really loved those two women, and he would really provide for them, and he would give a shirt off his back for them and contribute. And we were very, very lucky, and, and myself as well, obviously. But they were they were uh, very close, and he would just um, he just protect them. And I think it's a bit of like a male instinct or intuition or something. And we just want to be like protectors and make sure that we can look after people, and whether that's like innate in us. Uh, and whether people can relate to that, I, I hope I'm on the right track with that. But that's kind of what I pick up and picked up from him. And I thought, wow, their kind of, you know, their person that was really looking after them uh, is gone. And so you kind of, I think you, when you lose your dad or a dad, uh, I think you assume or take up part of the responsibility of which you hadn't really been thinking about prior because you're just like, yeah, it's not my role. I don't really need to worry about that. But all of a sudden, it's like, oh shit! I'm, you know, you probably hear people talk about like you become like the man of the house kind of thing in these stories where people lose their parents early and they they become the 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 man of the house and whatnot. And um, you know, I'm probably quite lucky that it was later in life for me and their lives were pretty on track and sorted and they had other people around them and stuff as well. But it's uh, maybe like a burden almost that comes with that. Um, but for me, I sort of felt that to a degree, but it's driven me to then want to chase my potential further to then be able to help out should I need to. And I'm not like driven to be like, that's what I have to do, but I would like to be able to do that should they need my help. And there has been times where I've been able to drop everything I'm doing and get on a plane and go and help in different circumstances uh, and I'm sure there will be times in the future too. I am by no means a perfect brother, a perfect um, son, 
and you know that's just, I'm just not a perfect person, but if, you know at, far from it, and I've had to be very probably selfish to be fair to achieve some of the things that I've wanted to achieve because uh, to do those things I've I've had to um, cut down on some of the time that I've spent in different areas of my life previously because my work and my business and stuff has required for me to put in that time to be able to make that stuff happen. But um, anyway, I want to be able to to help them if I'm needed to, but obviously we have to figure out how do we put boundaries around some of those things throughout life as well because going back to that B word before, well, how do you maintain your balance, your own balance? And we've all got to look after ourselves too. But I'm sure there'll be some people out there that have lost someone in their life and they've felt an uh, instant sort of responsibility that they didn't even feel the week before and they're going like, fuck, okay, now this is sort of on me a little bit. But just be careful not to burden that too much. Now, one of the other things that happened um, shortly after he passed away is that an insurance advisor got in touch and you know shared how obviously sorry they were and said, hey, we need to let you know that your uh, stepfather has uh, life insurance and yeah, we, we can go through and process that and whatnot. So we had to go through that process. I'd never done that before, um, but it was obviously uh, a big relief. And I wrote a LinkedIn post about it at the time because I think the insurance industry, they get smashed, right, where people are just like, ah, just shit you don't need and like who needs that? But really that money was going to be very significant to my mother. Uh, it wasn't a... Ridiculous! Oh, fuck! I'll just tell you, it's a hundred grand. Okay, so it's not like, wow, you know, you're set, is it? It's um, especially to fast forward to today, for from how much money's been printed and what inflation's like, it's it's not an amount of money where you're like, well, all of your problems are just gone away for the rest of your life. And but but what it did do is it meant that the debt that they had on their property was able to be cleared, and that was one less thing to worry about. So. Um, Bless him for thinking of other people and I would suggest that if you're in a relationship then you want to be thinking about what insurance you've got uh, over each other and has someone giving you some advice in that space, especially if you've got debt and you've got kids to look after into the future. I shared that story recently about how someone I went to uni with lost their partner and it's just tragic to see those types of things and you really hope that people have support or insurance and things in place. Uh, I've had life insurance for a long time and I don't really have any debt as we've discussed but I will at some stage but I've kept it and the reason was is that I thought well if I died I'd like to sort of leave something behind because my family have been very supportive of me so I'd like to sort of repay that support that I've had um, but as my life changes and I become a bit more self-sufficient I probably won't need that life insurance because there'll be other things left to them anyway but life insurance was a, a, a very good thing for us and it really helped mum and kind of just eased a little bit of that burden Um, but you know money doesn't solve everything in these situations it doesn't solve fuck all to be honest but it's it's um it's something right and it 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 is a great product life insurance for when it's matched with the right types of um, people and their situation and their debt and things so um I guess the other observation for me was that you know my mother she it's like, wow, that's a lot of money. And I'm sitting there going, Mum, like, I don't want to be old practical Luke over here again. Um, but it's not. Like, that's not a lot of money. And I'm sure to some people we think, yes, you know, it, it is, but um, it, it'll quickly go a hundred grand. And like I've t- talked about in different 
uh, episodes, you know, in the roof's done on the house, okay, or there's 10 grand of it gone, different things like that, you know, you just don't know what's coming up. So, you know, it was, uh, it was interesting to see her reaction to it, but to um, think about it from, from my lens as well and, and figure out how she was going to play that out. But anyway, that allowed her to clear uh, the debt on the property. And I was there the the day that she got the money that had actually got processed and um, we got to ring the bank or she got to ring the bank and, and asked to have the mortgage cleared and um, the, the mortgage discharged, I think is the terminology where the bank don't necessarily have security over the property anymore. So it was, uh, yeah, it was, a, it was a very interesting thing to observe and uh, I'm not entirely sure what the lesson is there, but um, I would suggest, like I said, if you if you haven't learned about life insurance before, take some time to learn about that, especially if you're in a relationship and especially if you're taking out debt and doing those types of things because we want to look after our loved ones, right? And I guess what it's also spurred me on to do is then go back to my roots. Will you, remember we spoke about will you, the business that I set up or tried to set up and then ran from because I was a little bitch and didn't actually carry on with it, where we could go through and put wheels together for people. Well, I've had to go through that process myself and look at my own estate planning and think about um, what I want to happen with any assets that I have. And I'm very fortunate that my uh, partner and I, we are very open and honest with these types of things. And so she's collected assets in her time prior to me and I've built some of mine um, prior to meeting her and then since meeting her as well. And so we've had discussions about what we'd um, would have happened, but as we progress in our relationship, then those things would change, and if we have children and things, then everything will change again. But you know, we are actually having some of those very mature conversations, aren't we? And they're not always the funnest, or the sexiest, or the easiest conversations to have, aren't they? But they are um, important. And I would just suggest that with that stuff, like I've gotten better at just trying to stay on the same page as my partner and actually having some of those braver conversations and hey again not a perfect partner not a perfect relationship person uh fucking challenging humans aren't they i'll tell you what um as in i must be challenging for her but you know if you can try and people ask me for advice around like finances and relationships and stuff and i'm like well sorry like this just isn't my space because i don't really i don't really know what to say but clients ask me uh, as well and the one thing I do say is just like you know you need to try and get on the same page so we're always talking about our goals and being open and honest about them and where we're going and um, you know honesty and just having those those brave conversations and just brave conversations and just sitting down and talking about some of those things has been really really important so you know think about what you uh, may need to do with a lawyer for instance around like setting up wills and estate planning uh, and protecting those people that maybe will be left behind if you were to pass away because it just, um, you know, it, it is what it is with, with death. And um, to go off topic here a little bit, one of the things that I learnt early on in my journey through business and stuff was to get comfortable with death. And it's obviously hard to talk about because it's such an emotional topic, right? But I read a book called Think and Grow Rich and I would suggest you read this book Think and Grow Rich it is one of the best pieces of information I've consumed and I've gone back and I've listened to it a couple of times I've probably got pages and pages of notes from when I actually went through it but one of the things that really stuck out to me was how much people are scared of uh, death 
aging, so getting older, and getting sick. And I, what, what it kind of teaches you is that if you can just accept those things and sort of it shows you some data around when those things actually kind of happen and how for a lot of people their best years are between their 40s and their 60s and how much energy you actually have as you carry on um, and how important it is to look after yourself and all these different things that we all kind of know but it, it's almost like teaching you to get a, a little bit more accepting of it. Now I went and did a skydive uh, once and I practiced on the way up, sort of like, you know, it was like nervy and I, my heart rate would have been up and stuff, but I'd sort of accepted that people are like, are you nervous? And, you know, I, I would have been nervous, but I'm like, well, I've been thinking about this and really, like, if this is how I'm going to die, like, this is how I'm going to die. And that's probably a pretty fucked up thing for people to listen to and think like, wow, that's weird. But hear me out here, because what it's allowed me to do is almost not be as scared of dying in some way and I'm still like I don't want to die but I know that that's just what ends up happening in a lifetime at some stage and what I think is that it means that I'm I've, I've learned to tame my fear a lot more and it started at that kind of high level and it's allowed me to decrease it in other areas of my life as well don't get me wrong there are things that I don't like like snakes and spiders and shit like that and getting massive frights but um, I've become better in fearful environments and I feel like it ties back to understanding sort of this and how much that fear can fuck you up and so trying to tidy that up and when COVID hit we've all seen it And there'll be people talking about like the fear narrative and stuff from the government and whatnot. But like, let's just ignore the political part of it. So many people have been scared of getting sick, of dying, and then having their freedom taken from them as well, right? And it just all ties back to exactly what's in that book. And that book's like hundreds of years old, and it's just an absolute gem. And I'm sort of rationalising it at the start, like, hey, look, if I die from this, like, it's going to suck. I'm fucking going to be unlucky. But statistically, I think it's a whatever chance. And, you know, that's going to suck, but it is what it is. But you can't really talk about that because that's not how a lot of people think. They're the reverse. They're like, we need to protect everyone and no one should die and no one should be getting sick and all these things. And, like, that's all good and well. But it was kind of with this, we were getting data and information being like, hey, look, it's inevitable that you're going to get this, I'm like, oh, bugger, okay, well, now that I know it's inevitable, I should just process it, accept it, and um, like try to do what I can to protect myself, but ultimately, what's the biggest risk here is that um, it takes my life, well, that sucks, but um, I feel like I'm pretty out of control of it, beyond the things that I can do to control it, so I've just seen so many people so wound up since COVID regarding dying and getting sick, and it sort of makes all of it more sense to me now because it's like we're hardwired to be worried about those things and, and that's sort of our, our biggest fears are, are dying, getting old, and well, aging as such, and then, and then getting sick. So once you sort of learn that and accept it, you can try to come to peace with it a little bit more and go like, oh, that's why I feel so weird about that and whatnot, and that's normal. 
you don't need to defend yourself on Twitter anymore about it and why it's so important. And you can like start to remove yourself from all of those kinds of kinds of conversations and actually process it for yourself. And you'll save all this time, you'll save all this mental rent where you're thinking about shit you don't need to be thinking about. And you'll start to remove fear from other areas of your life as well. So that's just something that I've kind of learnt a while ago but then seen play out during COVID and whatnot and, and it's all sort of made a bit more sense to me but I could appreciate that some people just you know would not um, agree with that at all but if I could suggest you read a piece of literature it is to go and read Think and Grow Rich and see what you can learn from that and there are some absolute gems in there I'm sure you will get a lot out of it it is a quite a tough read because it's quite long um, but yeah, it, it's, uh, it's, it's well worth your time. There we go. That has been day number 26 and sort of focusing on my stepdad dying. This was a few years ago now, so I was sort of halfway through my, um, you know, my, my come up from quitting my job through to sort of getting to, to where I am today. And it's, um, you know, it's, it's something that I think about and it's shaped the way that I think about different things every now and then and then some of the actions that I take in terms of getting some of the things that you don't want to get sorted like wills and um, those types of things and memorandums of understanding and wishes and all these things that these fucking lawyers do and just like oh my god how big's the bill going to get here but uh, it's it's all um, you know inevitable that we all end up back at a lawyer at some stage being like hey how does this all work so you know, I think you're sort of better to have your own wishes in place, this is my opinion, than getting left to sort of what the rules are of what happens with your estate and your assets and things like that should you pass away. I know it's a sombre topic, but uh, what did we say the other day? It was uh, death and taxes, right? Two certainties in life. I hope that you've been able to learn something from that, and I really uh, hope that those people who have lost a loved one in their life that you are coping all right and it can obviously be a um, a very tough time, and and we all process and grieve differently. I'm not an expert in that space, but um, if you haven't, then maybe get some help. Um, I had a, a friend lose a family member, and I, I sort of got to the stage of like, mate, like none of us can help you because we're not we're not trained in this space, and I'm not too sure what you're going through because only you do. So go off and get some help and. Us lads, for instance, we love to fucking hide from a tough convo or from a bloody counsellor because we might look weak or all this shit. But I think slowly that kind of that stuff's going. But um, you know, if you've got things that you need to process and you need some help getting over grief and things, then search out a, a good grief counsellor or find somebody that's gone and done it and find out what they learnt from it and and see what you could get from it too. You know, because much like me carrying around the burden of a mortgage. We don't want to be carrying around the burden of death and things like that too uh, because surely the people that pass away from our lives, they wouldn't want us to be carrying those burdens as well. So um, tidy up some of those things if you need to and don't overthink them and you know, you're know you not, there's nothing wrong with you. It's, uh, it's always tough and I'm just absolutely uh, dreading more going through, well not absolutely dreading but you know to, to know that you have to go through more of that because you've got more parents and it sort of starts, I guess, with your grandparents passing away and that's then it all sort of starts to become a bit real and uh, people might lose somebody in their earlier life uh, or earlier in their life, like in terms of a friend and stuff and I think that's when you start to realise like, fuck, this is 
the world actually works like this and you know it doesn't all last forever uh, but you know we have to try and come to peace with it as we go so that we don't get impacted too massively and, and end up um, you know harming ourselves in terms of the way we're looking at things and being scared to do things and not wanting to take risks and getting just trapped by all these different feelings and thoughts. Righto, I better let you go because we'll keep ranting about that one forever, but uh, there's something there for you, I'm sure of it, and I would, uh, oh, I'll better go back to my, oh, I've got four messages on the old Instagram, whoopsies, these might be people saying, uh, geez mate, you need to tone it down, but I'll let you go, and we will see you tomorrow as we climb into day number 27 of March.